Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. show about edibles. I'm your host Marge and I'm here to help you take control of your high life because there's no reason why you can't be making edibles that taste and work as well as mine do. I'm no, I have no culinary experience, no schooling. I just enjoy cooking. I can make myself a pretty damn good steak when I want. I can sometimes get a little more adventurous, but usually when it comes to my edibles, I like something pretty simple because I just want something that gets the job done. Is that too much to ask people? Is it? So sometimes I refer to myself as the lazy stoner because I see these beautiful edibles created by all these wonderful cannabis chefs and I think that's great, but I don't want to do that at home. I'll buy yours maybe, but I don't want to do that at home. I want to keep it simple. So I have a steady supply. As I mentioned in last week's episode, I do believe that Canada has finally legalized edibles only a year after legalization, generally speaking. And as exciting as that is, uh, I don't really care because I make my own and they're probably fucking a lot better than what I could buy off some government website, which I'm in Ontario, Canada, so that's what I would have to do. I basically have to go on to the Ontario government website to order anything legally. And uh, I don't do that. I'm not really interested. What I've heard from most people that have done that is that the weed from licensed producers is pretty shit. So there's still quite a bit of interest in gray market weed, as I like to call it now. And the craft growers, I think that's where you're really going to find the good stuff still is with the craft growers. It's not much different than the craft beer industry, really. I mean, if you're out there looking for Molson Canadian then there's plenty of that out there. But if you want a really solid craft beer, you go to the smaller guys who really love what they're doing. They're not necessarily about mass production. They're about making the best possible beer that they can do. And so we have it with the craft grow industry. So who knows what things will look like in a few years. But for now, edibles are now legal. I guess they're always legal to make your own in your own home. So there's no problem for me there. But... I just find personally a lot of edibles are pretty expensive to buy, which is one of the whole reasons why we have this podcast, because it seems ridiculous. You can make them so easily in the comfort of your own home. Why wouldn't you do that? So a little bit of housekeeping to start out with. I am working on a website. I can't remember if I've mentioned that already or not. This website is going to be a repository for all the things I talk about on this podcast. If there's anything that I reference, a book review, um, products that I've used or tried, recipes that I've talked about, instructions on doing certain infusions and that kind of thing. I'm going to have it all in one place and I'm pretty excited about it. I'm I'm working on it on myself so it's probably going to take a bit of time to put it together but in the meanwhile you can go over to bitemepodcast.com 
And if you want to find out when the pod or the, the website is going to be live, then you can just put in your email and I'll let everybody know when the website is live. I'm super excited about it. I'm planning on doing some small giveaways and stuff when it launches and that kind of things just to uh, get people as excited as I am. And yeah, so that's all you have to do. You don't have to worry about me spamming you or anything like that. I may send out the occasional email here and there, but I certainly receive enough email myself every day to know not to abuse the power with which I've been given. So if you do me a solid and sign up, that would be great. And if not, well, that's fine too. You can always send me feedback of any kind, or if you have stories you'd like to share with me, subjects you'd like to have covered, questions you might want answered on the show, then that is bitemepodcast at fastmail.com. So either way, you can get a hold of me. I'm also on all the socials. I'm trying to stay on top of that stuff. Don't always do such a great job of it, but I try. And it's pretty much Bite Me Podcast or Host Marge on most places. And I am on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, and Minds. Have any of you heard of Minds? Well, I'm still trying to figure that platform out. It's sort of a Facebook alternative. It's a slightly confusing to say the least, but I'm there as well. And, and uh, it's kind of interesting. It's, it's interesting again. So that's another place where you can find me too. But I would love to hear from you guys. Let me know what you're making, what struggles you're having, or whatever's going on in your life. I love hearing from you guys. So anyway, moving on. We're going to be covering a couple of things today. It's probably going to be rather short because I was hoping to have a story from someone, uh, a funny, humorous, edible story, but unfortunately they they let me down and they didn't have it ready. So here I am trying to cover their ass, which is technically covering my ass, I guess. So I'll have to do that next week or in the subsequent weeks. I'm hoping to have some good stories for you. But in in lieu of that, we're going to be talking about reefer madness and fat bombs. That's really going to be the focus of today's podcast is fat bombs. And that'll make more sense in just a second. But before we get into the fat bombs, I just want to talk about reefer madness just for a minute because, and it's only coming up because my husband has been doing a lot of um, going to auctions. He's really enjoying this, uh, going to auctions, buying things up, selling them fixing them up, that kind of thing. But he comes across all kinds of stuff, as you can imagine, when people have these estate sales and someone's passed away or that kind of thing. And he went to one recently that was just amazing. It had so many fantastic vintage finds. And one of the things he happened to pick up was a series of three tin reefer madness signs. And if you're not familiar with what reefer madness is, and to be honest, I don't think I've actually ever seen it. I may have seen clips of it over the years, but I've never sat down and actually watched the whole thing. Of course, it's completely ridiculous. But reefer madness was originally made in 1936, and it's a propaganda film about the dangers of marijuana. And of course, all the characters go through some pretty awful stuff, Um, hit and run accidents, manslaughter, suicide, attempted rapes, hallucinations, uh, 
madness. And this is all due to marijuana addiction. And of course, it's kind of laughable because the sign on it, it, there's a picture of a man and a woman and some of the wording is, women cry for it, men will die for it, which is kind of hilarious because, I mean, if I'm being honest, it'll probably happen a couple of times when I've, when I've cried for it, when I've realized I don't have any edibles left and I forgot to make more. Yeah, there might be a time or two where I've shed a tear, but you know, you get over it pretty quickly. But uh, of course, it's completely ridiculous, this whole drug-crazed abandon they feel people were subjected to when they smoked joint, smoked some of that devil's lettuce, the jazz cabbage, whatever you want to call it, whatever was probably popular back then. So this sign that my husband picked up in fantastic condition, he actually has a series, found a series of three of them all referring to this movie. And I kept the one, the classic reefer madness sign, which I put up in my office when I'm recording this, this podcast right now, because one of the things it says on the sign too is adult only, which is how I feel about my office and where I work on this podcast. And yeah, so I thought I'd just share with, share that with you. It's kind of a cool find to find something like that. The sign was vintage, whatever that means to be honest, but the interesting part for me is just how far we've really come. 1936, they're making propaganda films. How if you smoke yourself some wacky tobacco, that you're going to end up killing people and raping and murdering and all this stuff and going crazy. And of course, we all know that to not be true. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast and most of the world would be on fire if that was actually the case. So I just like having that juxtaposition of doing a podcast with this reefer madness sign within eyeshot because I sit in an office in a country where cannabis is now legal. And I also do prefer to call it cannabis now. I feel like marijuana or whatever that, you know, however you say it, just feels a little old and archaic now. Plus... It's harder to spell, so it's time to time to grow up, people, with the way we refer to cannabis. Of course, you can call whatever the heck you want. I do have a preference for the devil's lettuce most of the time. So anyway, moving on, that was a nice little find that I picked up over the last week. Thank you, hubby, for that. And I'm going to be keeping it on my wall for probably a long time to come. Now, fat bombs. What are fat bombs and why would you want to make them fat bombs are really just they're just something really easy to make okay for starters so for the for the home cooks and the lazy stoners and the busy people out there who don't have a lot of time to make stuff this one is perfect it really took oh five minutes to put together and then it took time for them to set in the freezer uh, several hours I think but the hands-on time was literally really short especially if you have your infusions cupboard do you have one of those because I used all the ingredients all the infusions I had in my cupboard ready to go and it was wonderful but this one is great because it is keto it's vegan and it's no bake I mean come on people how much simpler can you get and they actually taste pretty good and for me, I eat a lot of edibles in the evening and sometimes I don't want 
I don't want something heavy like a brownie or a cookie or something like that, especially later in the evening. And this is kind of nice because it's it's there's no carbs in it, so it's not necessarily going to do whatever horrible thing carbs will do to you. And it's sweetened with stevia, so really you don't get the same sugar spikes or insulin spikes or whatever the heck happens when you eat sugar late in the evening. And because they're small and higher fat, I just don't think they're going to interfere. They're not something super heavy to digest at the end of the day or anything like that too. So they're a really great item to have in your repertoire. Of course, it's limitless how you can put these together. But what I did was I took a half cup of nut butter of your choice you can also use coconut butter, but I find if you use too much coconut butter, these things are not something you can keep out of your fridge or freezer. You have to keep them in the fridge or freezer because they'll melt really quickly. And if you use too much coconut butter, it'll melt even faster. Um, I use a half cup of cocoa or cacao powder. So the unsweetened cacao powder that you can buy in bulk from a, a bulk food store or any place that sells baking ingredients, essentially. You would use a quarter cup of melted coconut oil and a few drops of stevia or a tablespoon of liquid sweetener of your choice. And you can also add a pinch of salt as well. So the nice thing about this recipe is depending on the potency, you can use an infused nut butter, which I did, as well as your infused melted coconut oil. And because I have an infusions cupboard, I made my own nut butter. You can easily make your own nut butter if you have a decent food processor or blender. And what I did was I added a little bit. I just added the nuts. I used almonds in this particular case because I am a sucker for almond butter. But peanut or cashews I think would work really nicely for this as well. And you take your nuts. You add a little bit of the infused honey and infused olive oil. And you blend them all together and you will have a nut butter. So whether you've, you want to use an infused nut butter or not, if you have it because you have the infusions covered and you can always go back and listen to those quick bite mini series on the three different infusions that I cover, which is coconut oil, olive oil, and honey. So you can make your, your nut butter to your liking, or you can just use uh, a store-bought one. You could probably also just stir in your little bit of little bit of um, honey and oil into the nut butter as well if you didn't want to make your own. I mean, that's just as easy to do to, to as well. So if you have those handy in your cupboard, that's fantastic. So you so not only do you have the infused nut butter, but you have the infused coconut oil. So, but if you, of course, don't want to make them quite as potent, you can always just have one infused, one infused uh, ingredient as opposed to two. I did both because I'm hardcore like that. Uh, well, not really, but I did both because, yeah, I want to maximize the potency because I want to eat like one or two of these things in an evening and not have to eat a whole bunch of them. But basically, you melt the coconut, you add all the things in a bowl, you melt the coconut oil, and then you stir it all together. It's a pretty thick thick consistency but it's still easy to spoon out and put into your silicone molds or whatever you happen to have I find the silicone molds are the best because they just pop out so easily and they're really easy to clean and of course anybody who's worked with any kind of silicone mold knows you can put them in the dishwasher you can put them in the microwave you can put them in the oven you can put them wherever the hell you need to put them 
and they really hold up well. But of course, if you have ice cube trays on hand, those would be good. You do want to watch the portion sizes if you're getting into ice cube trays. My silicone molds that I'm using right now are a decent size. I should probably have measured them out, but just find something where you can probably calculate out the dosing later or you can just play around with it too. The first night I ate three of them, found that to be pretty damn potent, and then I dropped back down to two. That seems to be the sweet spot. But what I really like about this, again, is because I always have coconut oil in my cupboard, like infused coconut oil. Having this stuff to make the infused nut butter was just an added bonus, but you don't have to have that. You take the ingredients, you mix them up in a bowl, you put them in molds, you throw them in the freezer, and when you want them later, they're ready to go, and then you just pop them out the one trick i would suggest if you're looking into getting molds of some kind and i bought some on amazon is these new molds that i'm using because i got some recently i had um they're ones with like ones are like circle ones but there's an imprint of a pot leaf on the bottom of the mold and i just like having that available so that when people pop them out you get the imprint of this cannabis leaf on your on your fat bomb and i also bought molds that were shaped like cannabis leaves which i don't actually like as much because i find that the leaves are like the the points of the leaves are really uh thin and depending on the recipe can break off pretty easily thereby reducing the aesthetic look of your your edible but maybe they would work better for i didn't use them for this particular the fat bomb they didn't work out that great for the gummies that I made recently, but they'd probably be really good for things like these fat bombs or hard candies or something like that. But I find when you use molds that are obviously, you know, have a, a weed leaf or an imprint of something like that, it's a lot harder for people to accidentally grab one of your edibles and eat it and say, well, I didn't know. I didn't know. You know what I mean? Because you always have to be mindful of that if you're sharing your home with other people. You don't want somebody, you know, grabbing that cookie and then li literally having no idea that it was infused. And then, you know, a little later on, they're like, what the hell? You don't have to worry about that when your molds are in the shape of a cannabis leaf. So there you go. My only saving grace is here in my household. People know that I don't really bake anything other than edibles because, because what's the point? <laughs> Am I right? If I'm baking something, they always assume it's an edible. And then, of course, I would have to share with them that it's not. But I haven't made something that wasn't edible related in, I don't even know how long, a couple years maybe. It's probably been that long. I'm not really sure. Because, yeah, I, I like them edibles. And if I'm going to bake and put the time and effort in, it's going to be worthwhile. So I would highly recommend these fat bombs. And... What can I do? Because until I have this website up and running, I'll see if I can post this recipe somewhere, maybe on my Twitter or my Facebook, so that you guys can have it if you want to try it. Because again, this is something that you could do. You don't have to infuse it if you don't want to. You can always make yourself a tasty fat bomb. Or if you have a, a friend that's keto or vegan or something like that coming over for dinner and you want to make it something, you know, a little something after dinner dessert or I don't know I don't know what vegans eat I should I work in a vegan restaurant too by day but here I am so try these out if you like them let me know how they turn out 
and I'll try and post the actual recipe somewhere where people can find it. So maybe on my, also on my Instagram or where, wherever, I'll try and put something together so that you can try them out too. And yeah, I think that's it for this week. Hopefully next week I'm going to have a guest back on sharing a story or something like that. I'm going to be working on that website so that you have an easy place to go and find these recipes. You don't have to be searching all over all over the socials for something like for the content like that. And of course, you can always uh, sign up for to be notified for the news newsletter or for the ugh, I can't even talk. Like I said, it's been a long day. BiteMePodcast.com if you want to go there and bite me podcast at fastmail.com if you want to hit me up with a message of any kind whatsoever i mean anything within reason some conditions so i hope you find something delicious to make over the next week if you're out of ideas too try the fat bombs they use so few ingredients it's a pretty inexpensive pretty inexpensive one to make and try it out over the weekend let me know what you think Hi, my friends.